Hey everybody, welcome to Like a Mind Reader Radio. This is going to be an episode all about different life hacks, mental tricks and tips you can use to connect with people and get what you want. How to meet people. You know, when we first meet folks, we try to rush through it as quickly as possible because we're uncomfortable, right? We we're worried we're gonna forget their name. We got several people to meet. We don't wanna drag it out. So we rush through it as quickly as possible. And then what happens? You forget their name. And how does that make the other person feel? So instead, you want to make a positive, kind of good impression on the folks that you meet. So here's a very simple thing you can do. When you first meet people, just try to notice their eye color while you smile at them. It's super easy. And what it does is it helps you stay present with that person just a little bit longer and it helps communicate to them that they're important to you and that you're happy to see them. They won't be able to consciously notice why they like you so much, but it's just the fact that you're paying attention to them and not rushing through to get to the end of this whole let's meet people ritual that we breeze through. Try it out. Let me know how it goes for you. If you're walking up to a group of people and you're not really sure whether you should kind of make the bubble bigger or stay away, pay attention to their feet, right? Because if those people in the group as you walk up only turn their torsos to see you without their feet pointing towards you, then that's a pretty good indication that they're not welcome to an extra person in their group. But if their feet open up to you and the circle gets a little bigger, you're clearly welcome. So when you walk up, look at their feet. This next thing is called the foot in the door phenomenon. You know, people are more likely to do something for you if you ask them to do something a little more easy to start. You start very small and gradually increase the level of commitment required until you get to the thing you actually wanted them to do in the first place. So it's just kind of a gradual commitment and then it makes the person think, well, I've already done these things, why not do the next? On the other hand, you could start with something crazy unreasonable and outlandish, and then when the person says, absolutely not, then you can back off and then ask for what you really wanted to start with, but it appears to be much more reasonable as compared to what you asked them the first time, which makes it a little more difficult for them to say no to. If you ask somebody a question and they don't give you enough of an answer and you know there's more to it, don't say anything. Just sit there and be present. Just look at them. That uncomfortable silence will eventually eat away at them and they'll fill it up. They'll need to say something and they'll continue their explanation. That's how you can get more information out of somebody by just saying absolutely nothing. If you're going into a stressful situation, like you're about to walk on stage in front of 500 people or just something you're going to be nervous about, there's a really cool thing you can do, just chew gum. It kind of tricks your brain into thinking, well, I can't be freaked out because I'm eating. And if I'm eating, I'm usually not freaked out, so I'm going to be totally okay with this. 
So basically it tricks your brain into thinking, well, I wouldn't be eating if I were in danger, so I'm not in danger, and it helps you calm down. The only caveat is if you're about to go out and do some public speaking, when you chew gum, you salivate, and then your voice can sound squishy. So just make sure you use this in an appropriate environment. This is especially handy if you live somewhere with lots of people like me here in Chicago. You know how you can be walking towards somebody on the sidewalk and then you do that weird dance where you both try to avoid each other by going the same direction? Well, you can avoid that by leading with the shoulder that's in the direction you want to go. Imagine you're approaching the person and you want to go to your right. So you lead with your right shoulder, drop your left shoulder back, and kind of look in the direction you want to go, lock eyes in that direction, and do not deviate. This sends a subtle nonverbal cue of which direction you intend to go, and the other person will pick it up, probably not even consciously, but they'll instantly understand where you're going to go and then how they can change course to avoid a collision. If you're trying to learn something new, here's what you should do. Read the source material. You'll think that you really know it really well. So then explain it to your friend. Your friend will have questions and if you can answer them, that's great. You really do understand what it is you're talking about. But if your friend asks you a question and you can't answer it, that's a great, great way of knowing what it is that you don't know. So if you're trying to learn something, teach somebody else, you'll learn it twice as fast. When you're having a conversation with somebody, a lot of times you can get wrapped up in being right instead of communicating with the other person. You know, you might be able to get them to agree to the specific points that you're trying to get across, but you might lose the war, right? Win the battle, lose the war. Here's what happens. People will remember how you make them feel, but not exactly what it is you said. So if you're trying to get across a technicality, take a step back and remember, well, what is it I want the person to walk away with? How do I want them to feel? Then filter all of your communications through that feeling, and that way you'll know exactly what to say. Are you about to go into a meeting and you absolutely have to nail that first impression and connection? Here's what I like to do. I always like to imagine I'm meeting them before I actually meet them. And I like to think of them as my best friends that I've not seen in a very long time. You walk in and you're already excited to see the person that you know you already love. And when you walk in with that kind of warmth and excitement to see the other person, they can't help but to reflect it back to you. And that makes them feel like they're excited and happy to see you too. Here's a way to get people to behave in very strange ways. You know, people have a certain image of who they are and what they believe and how they act. And they will do almost anything to maintain that illusion. Well, you can use that to your advantage by saying, you seem like somebody who likes to have a good time. Will you do this thing that is a good time? And they will also try to behave in alignment with what other people think of them and what other people expect them to do. So you can use their self-image as you see it to help them maintain a behavior 
that is in alignment with that belief. Ever wonder why roller coasters and scary movies are such a popular first date idea? It's because of something called the false attribution of arousal, right? When you take somebody somewhere that's really exciting or scary, right? Their heart starts beating faster, they start sweating, all that kind of fun stuff. It's exactly the same physiological response of fear and arousal and excitement. So when the person is scared, they get exactly the same physiological response as though they were excited. And then they attribute that excitement to your presence and they think, wow, I really like being around this person. So it kind of cross applies their adrenaline dump to being with you instead of to the real stimulus, which is the roller coaster or scary movie. It makes them think that, in, that they enjoy spending time with you rather than the activity you guys are sharing together. Along the same lines of fear and excitement being physiologically the same, the physical effects of stress and courage are exactly the same. So when you're feeling stress from any kind of situation, immediately reframe what it is you're telling yourself you're experiencing. Say your body is getting ready to be courageous, not feeling stress or fear. Are you meeting somebody for the first time? Make sure to use their name. You know, people love hearing their name and it will establish a sense of trust and friendship if you use their name as they introduce themselves. Never, absolutely never shorten somebody's name without their approval or hearing them use it themselves. Also, don't repeat their name a million times in the first three minutes that you meet them. The instant somebody goes, hey, Jonathan, nice to meet you, Jonathan, Jonathan, what are you doing this weekend? I know that they're trying to pull one over on me. Use it casually, use it naturally, and it'll help establish a nice connection. If you have kids, you might really appreciate this one. This is actually something that my parents used on me when I was growing up all the time. And it wasn't until years later that I realized what they were doing. And it's called the false dichotomy. Always give the person a choice that makes them think that they are in control. For instance, my mom would say, do you want to take out the trash or do the dishes? I only had two options. My little brain never came up with the idea of, well, I don't want to do either. She was presupposing that I'm going to select one of them. Both of them were behaviors that she wanted. Those were both things that she knew I needed to do. And those were the only two options she gave me. So when you present somebody with only two options, they're going to naturally take one of the two options. Well, there you have it. A whole bunch of tips and tricks on how to meet people, make a positive impression, and cultivate long-lasting relationships. This has been Think Like a Mind Reader Radio. My name is Jonathan. If you would like more stuff like this, let me know. I will be sure to put out more content like this. If you want to read some articles, head over to likeamindreader.com. Or if you want to connect on Facebook or Twitter, all that kind of fun stuff, it's all Like a Mind Reader. Username, Like a Mind Reader. Thank you for listening. This has been Like a Mind Reader Radio.